Ugh, I love this movie. I haven't seen it. You haven't seen this movie? <laughs> Episode uh, seven, eight, eight, no, seven. seven, no, eight. I think it is eight, eight, yeah, because yeah. Jaws was seven. We know how many episodes we have. We, we're competent people, we're, we're on top of We this, know what clearly. we're doing. Um, sort of branching into the action genre slash martial Ooh. arts. Movie. I was wondering if this is an action movie or a martial arts it's movie. Yeah. It's a martial action movie. A it's martial action, action it's movie? It's an action arts. It's an auction. It's an auction martial <laughs> it's an movie. Martial. And one of the best martial arts movies ever made. That that mid-90s pleated khaki, wavy, silky shirt. I could shirt. not get over the pants. The oh pants my God. in this movie, they're oh so... Oh my God, the pants. They're so mid-90s. And the hair. Uh, I want everyone's hair. And smooth it and is. Silky. Like Farrah Fawcett's got nothing on these like, guys. I wanted Raiden to just like mm, Yeah, just, you wanted just to be shake like his head maybe side he's to side. born with it. Maybe maybe it's Mortal Kombat. <laughs> we wa- so, so we watched Mortal we Kombat. We watched Mortal Kombat, the first one. Came out in nineteen ninety-five, based on the video game by Midway. Um, very quick breakdown of the plot of Mortal Kombat. Pretty cut and dry. Three unknowing martial artists are summoned to a mysterious island to compete mm. in a tournament whose outcome will decide the fate of the world. Boom. Go. So, and that's something too. When this, when we, when I first, when you, because I want, okay, when you play, <laughs> let me just, let me, let me just, just okay, okay. It is, you take, it, if you put it right. on the, okay, finish her. When you play Mortal Kombat, I was like, I don't know what this title means. Right. I was right. like, it, I always thought mortal meant like, oh, you're going to die because you're mortal I and think everybody your intro, dies. Right. I think your intro to the franchise was either me playing Mortal Kombat 2 on yes. the PlayStation or when I bought Mortal Kombat 9. Okay. Because there are now 10 Mortal Kombat video games, like canon Jesus. video games. That's a lot. Yeah. There's like a YouTube uh, miniseries. There's, there's two feature films. I believe they're actually remaking this first one. Really? Which is more, which is going to be like tried and true to the first video game, which Yay! I would love to see. That um, would be fun. As far as video game or movies based on video games. So yeah, this is the best one. Because there's also far. like what, like Tomb Raider. Yeah. So uh, I don't know if Tomb, Ra- Tomb Raider came out by this point. But no, no. I was just thinking of like other video game right, movies. Right. So you have I I compare it to. Street Fighter with Jean-Claude Van Damme. Mm-hmm. Horrible movie. I'm not saying I'm sorry. Raul Julia's last feature film, bless him, Gomez Adams. Um, oh. He couldn't save it, bless his heart. He's amazing in it. Like, he uh-huh. just chews the shit out of the scenery. It's <laughs> awesome. Uh, but you have, like, Street Fighter, you have Super Mario Brothers, Double Dragon. Um, oh, Double Dragon was a video yeah, game? Yeah, yeah. Like, one of the early arcade video games. Got it. So... It's it's really great to see like a good video game movie because and I've told I've told Megan this constant numerous times is that the <laughs> constant numerous times in that the movie embraces what it is like right. it doesn't try to be anything else right like the the plot that I just read you is all you really need to know it is you know and I mean, it just goes it, you know? it does it right. doesn't yeah 
I remember, I'm thinking back to like when we were talking about Goodfellas. Yeah. Or was it Goodfellas or was it Raging Bull? It was Raging Bull. Mm. When we watched Raging Bull, I was like, where's the story? Where's the background? <laughs> I don't know what happened Who to these Jake people LaMotta? before they showed up here. Right. And for this, I was like, oh, I don't need to know about the background. Well, like, it, they establish the three main characters right off the bat. They yeah. show Liu Kang and him going back home because of his brother. They show Johnny Cage on the set of a movie. Right. How he's, uh, how Hollywood thinks he's a fake. Right. And then you show Sonya Blade after Kano. Right. Because Kano killed her partner. And you, oh, you have that's the three. Why? Yeah, yeah. I honestly didn't know what her deal was. Really? I didn't know why she they was They mentioned after that in the movie dude. like five times. I literally never caught that. Right before they fight, he pulls out the, the, the knife. Uh-huh. And she's like, oh, did you use that to stab your mother in the back? He's like, no, put a pretty smile on your partner, though. It's ear, yeah. And she's like, ooh, I'm going to fucking kill you. So that that's why she, like, chased after him, ran on the boat, is in the oh. tournament to begin with. Because yeah, Kano killed her partner on an operation. I didn't know that. Yes. Okay. So. Well, that Anyways. makes more sense. So, yeah, it's a great movie. I so uh, t- Yeah, tell me what you what you think of the uh, movie. So I have to give a little bit of background on my history with Mortal Kombat. The video game came out in 1992. Mm-hmm. And one of my earliest memories, I was... So I was eight years old, mm-hmm. I think. My older brother, Chris, and his friend, Nate took me to a local Red Robin where they had an arcade cabinet of Mortal Kombat and they printed off all the moves at the church office and, <laughs> and like kidnapped me and took me to the Red Robin on Center Street because they had a Mortal Kombat arcade cabinet and right. I stood there for hours and watched them play. And you have to realize that Mortal Kombat is the reason that the ESRB exists. The the entertainment... So it's it's the entertainment ratings and uh, entertainment software ratings board. Oh, I think. okay, okay. It's the it's the grading system for video games. Got it. And the reason it exists is because Mortal Kombat. Because in this game specifically, you have the option to kill your opponent if you win. Fatality. And up to that point, you really hadn't had that. We had like Street Fighter Two. We had a few other martial. You just knock people out, right? Yeah, you just yeah you just KO them and have that be it, and you right. win. But now, like, you can put a very personal touch on this. And you could decapitate your opponent. You could pull out their heart. You right. Could, you could set them on fire. You could pull their head off with their spinal cord attached to it. You know, it was, <laughs> and there was a lot of blood and violence and it, nothing like this had ever been made before. And so from one of my earliest memories is going to arcades and seeing people just crowding around mm-hmm. this cabinet. And then they had one at the at the skating rink too that we and you would said play that they, all the time. They do the thing with the coins that they do like at pool tables. Oh yeah, where like they set you, stuff you up. Put to... a quarter up on on the window of of the game cabinet to show that you had next. I never knew what that meant. Oh my god! I always thought people were like, "I'm gonna set this here and go get a soda. <laughs> I'm gonna come back and get it later." And sort of an old man rant here, but like you know, this is the days when we didn't really have the home console systems that we have right. now. You know, we had the Nintendo. We had the you would Atari. actually have to go out into the world to play video games yeah. against other people. Yeah, and stand literally shoulder to shoulder with your opponent and just just fucking wailing each other yeah yeah. it was really personal yeah you'd stand there for hours you know like it was like you'd take like your day yeah and we'd take five bucks and like go to wonderland it's like in uh in what they show in um in stranger things Mm. oh yeah like that all of that that's yeah arcades kids they 
used to exist. They well, they do exist. It's just no one goes to them right. anymore. They're like they're like sort of hipster hangouts. Yes, now. they're like now they they're serving now beer. they're serving micro beers. Right, and exactly. they've got like a lot of kimchi. <laughs> right, available. So yeah, it's it's a it's a very uh, uh, prominent video game. Um, like there were congressional hearings about how violent it was. Yeah, and, which again led to the creation of the ESRB. And, of course, Hollywood came sniffing around, they smelled money, and they made a pretty competent first movie. Mm -hmm. And here we are. Mm -hmm. You enjoyed it, right? I did. You're like, (laughs) I'm talking a lot and she's not saying anything. No, I really did. I think because it was nostalgic for me in a different way. Mm -hmm. Like, I never played video games like that. I think the only video game I ever played was Cool Borders 2 and, like, (laughs) Mario Kart. Those are the only – and I played them at home. Yeah. Um – you know, I never really did anything at an arcade. But with that said, like like I said, um, you know, the pants, what people were wearing, <laughs> like the uh, the special effects, mm. um, some of the really cheesy dialogue, oh, like man. all of it was so nostalgic for yeah. me. And I, I hate it because it's so bad and I love it because it's so bad. Right. It's not the same kind of bad, quote unquote, as like The Room, because mm. it's actually, you know, a, it's a, a well, competent movie. It's a competent movie. Yeah, exactly. It's well made. But it's definitely like you said, it's not trying to be something that it is. Exactly. Isn't. It, it fully embraces what it is. The right. uh, the special effects do not hold up. However, no, uh, some Which of them I do. Love. Some I of actually them actually do. Love but that. like 70 percent of special effects are they just don't hold up. But and like 30 a, years later. What again you know. is nostalgic is you think about like looking back on Star Wars, the Dark Crystal, things yeah. like that when they had to use puppets yeah they use that in here and i was just like oh why don't they use puppets like this anymore back in the jim henson days you're out of work (laughs) um elmo's on the street (laughs) buskering for money slinging crap (laughs) asking people to tickle him i can't do it i was gonna try to do an elmo impression (laughs) i don't think i can do one um movie was directed by paul ws anderson not paul thomas anderson of there will be blood fame. Oh, um, I wish that would have been amazing. That would have been a totally <laughs> different movie. Um, Paul W. S. Anderson is also known for directing the Resident Evil movie franchise. He's married to oh. Mila Jovovich, who plays the lead. This was sort of his first big movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, the cast is like an international list of B actors that you've probably seen in a ton of stuff, but you're like, oh. It's that one guy. <laughs> you know, um, you have Robin Shu, who is a Hong Kong stuntman who plays Liu Kang. He was so good. He was. He though. was my favorite. Yeah. yeah. It was originally supposed to be uh, Bruce Lee's son, Brandon. Right. But Brandon was killed um, on set. I remember you told me this. Yeah. That's and so they hired sad. Robin Shu. You know, it, it would have been cool to see Brandon Lee in the role, but Robin Shu does a terrific job. He he's does. not the greatest actor in the world. He's. Um, do you, well, he's. He, you know, he looks the part, though. Like, he does. He's got. He's like, so ripped that his nipples are going days. back into his right. body. His mullet, like, yeah, his mullet has power unto itself. It does. It's yeah. That's why he and wins. His nipples are going into his armpits. Oh my right. god! Wouldn't that be amazing if he had a superpower and it was like the hormone monstrous and his hair was his superpower? <laughs> he just whips people. He's just. We shall reach up that little pygmy's ass and pull out his heart. I would you have, love that. Uh, Lyndon Ashby playing Johnny Cage, who was pretty famous for some soap operas. Uh, Bridget Wilson plays Sonia, who's probably well known for Happy Gilmore. She played Veronica Vaughn. Right. Not Happy Gilmore. Uh, Billy Madison. Billy Excuse Madison. Me. Not Happy Gilmore. That's um, the teacher, right? Yes. That he ends up same hooking up year. with. Same year. 
Yeah. Yes. Yeah, okay. That's her, the blonde. Um, right. And uh, Carrie Tagawa plays Shang Tsung, who's the antagonist. Uh, and you have Christopher Lambert, the Frenchman. Oh, hi, Mark. Playing that the Asian the god of thunder, Raiden. Most ridiculous thing. And his accent is so It's all over the place. And it's his legitimate accent, I think. But his voice, uh, he took it down to this sort of raspy. <laughs> and he sounds... A little weird when he talks. Like that's me being a little over the top. That's not, not that much. far over the top, not though. Much. Like I said, okay, so this is the second time we recorded this because the first time got all messed up. Right. Like I said, the first time I wanted it to be like the Princess Bride, mm-hmm. where he clears his throat and then he talks <laughs> like a normal person. One of you three. <coughs> One of you three will decide the outcome. Right. Right. And he is just, he's around for exposition. Unfortunately, you don't see Raiden really fight in this movie, which would have been awesome. He does some stuff with his he eyes. Does, he throws lightning at people, but uh, you have the, the ninjas, uh, who are probably the most well-known characters in the game. You have Scorpion and Sub-Zero. You also have Reptile in this movie, all played by legitimate martial artists who are all amazing. Yes. Um, the And maybe branching into the fighting in this movie mm-hmm. is very good. It is. Is very inventive, both in moves and with the camera work. Mm-hmm. Because you're also talking about a, a video game that has special moves. And so right. they try to incorporate some of that into the fighting, but mm-hmm. it's very fast-paced. When someone lands a hit, like, you feel it. Like, it's almost akin to the Indiana Jones punch. Well, I feel like and this And the sound was, effects they use. And I, great. again, I don't know how many martial artists... Martial artists? Yeah. Is that okay? Yeah, I don't fun. know how many movies like that came out before this. A lot. I mean... Okay. But... Oh, yeah. <laughs> a lot. I feel really silly Bruce Lee saying was a man that. No. Did don't martial arts. I made you cookies. You should be nice. She was all about the style of no style. Okay. I miss all that heavenly glory. <laughs> yes. So there were many martial arts. I movies. just feel like this uh, this movie it just kind of looks like the setup for what eventually action movies and video game movies would become. Sure. In sure. terms of the. In my opinion, nothing has has really come up to this level. Even in the mid-90s when, like, again, the special effects don't quite hold up. The dialogue is so-so in many areas. But <laughs> they're so... The performances, like, the the characters aren't, like, that deep. They're, they're no, pretty... They're pretty surface, surface level. level characters. You can figure they them out objectives. pretty quickly. Some of them actually have some pretty touching moments. Yes. Um, the romance between Johnny Cage and Sonya was a little hand-fisted. I smell something. Bullshit. Um, but you have Kerry Tagawa chewing the scenery as Shang Tsung, who just, like... Who, who just big eyes and, you know, the eyebrow. Yeah. And, you know, uh, it's it's so much, it's just a fun movie to watch, you know. Um, so what's one thing that stuck out to you this time? Because you said it's been a little while since you yeah, watched it. Yeah, yeah, it's been a couple of years. Um, there's the, uh, spoilers, because this movie's 25 years old. Right, it's fine. And even if you did get spoilers for this, still watch the movie. Watch the movie. It's, it's a, a really fun. fun movie. When Liu Kang defeats Shang Tsung, uh, he, Liu Kang is able to... Uh, see the ghost of his younger brother right. who Shang Tsung killed and Lu's mission has been to avenge his brother's death mm-hmm. and Lu his, his journey in the movie he actually comes to terms with like no it's not my fault He Chan chose his own path every man is responsible for choosing his own destiny and has to own it Right. you know uh, yes I left but it should not have been my responsibility for him to like go challenge Shang Tsung Right, stop stop you blaming know. yourself. Right, exactly. For something that wasn't your fault. And when he's talking to his brother's spirit, his brother tells him to 
go in peace. Be right. at peace. It's okay. Like he gives and, the Catholic yeah, blessing. Exactly. He like and they do the, they like hold hands for a second <laughs> and I like I got like teary. I'm like Did you really? I'm like that's really sweet. You I know? didn't even notice. Really? Oh, that's and cute. Maybe just because I was like you know, a teenager, and I was like just so into the action, you know, I'm like, right? Shang Tsung's dead, all the souls are coming out, bah! you know. I didn't really pay attention to like the relationship part, right? And how his his mission is over, you know, like, oh, thank god I could finally let that go, yeah. Um, so yeah, that's one big moment that actually stuck out, yeah, to me. I fucking, I, I have a great time watching this movie. I mean, it's really fun. Yeah. Like, I was saying that this is one of those movies where you definitely want to watch with a bunch of people. Yeah. Like, it's not like you should only watch it with a bunch of people, but it's going to be way more fun than if you watch it by yourself at 11 p.m. when you're right. like, oh, I just want some movie. <laughs> at least one other person. You, know, you need to have somebody else there because right. it's just, again, it's very nostalgic. Yeah, very much so. There's some stuff that happens that, like, doesn't make sense sense <laughs> like for example okay so i'm gonna start talking about i liked the movie okay but there were some things that i didn't i couldn't quite connect the dots with okay like for example uh and we talked about this before when johnny cage all of a sudden is in a forest there is we're we're already no okay we're we're gonna fight we're trying to <laughs> save earth and there's a fight going on over... I remember I took a note. I was like, wow, this is a really unimpressive battle ring for them to be... This is it? Yeah. And I was like, okay, well, maybe they were really low on budget. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, they just transfer over to the middle of this mirror forest right. where Johnny Cage faces off with Scorpion. Yeah. And I'm just like, what is happening? Where? How did... How, a, how did we get here? B, who's officiating? Right. And no one's officiating. No one's officiating. Right. Whoever walks back and is like, oh, I guess, oh, Scorpion walked back. He must have killed Johnny Cage. Right. You know, that kind of thing. But I will say this. Um, you're right. Yes. In the first video game, it was all in Shang Tsung's temple. It was in Outworld, oh, but it was all right. in different areas of the temple, like a courtyard or the throne room or right. the pit bridge or whatever. It was in like Mortal it was Kombat all 2, in the same hotel, just different right. rooms. In Mortal Kombat 2, they actually, Shao Kahn draws them, draws the Earth Warriors to Outworld. Mm -hmm. And you have, they fight in this living forest. They fight uh, on the side of this river. Um, in like an armory, so there are there are a lot more venues in the second video game. Uh huh. So, it's true to the source material in a way. Okay. Because where I what what I drew from is that like oh I'm supposed to go out to this grove and wait for my opponent, and then fuck, right. scorpion appears and you're like oh all right here we go. I guess I just missed someone saying to Luke Cage, hey go to the forest. Johnny Cage. <laughs> Johnny Cage. Not Luke Cage. Luke Cage. That's a <laughs> he totally... Would kill Scorpion. That would be funny. <laughs> Can we put Luke Cage in? I, I want it. the Defenders to go in there. Iron Fist too, yeah. And, and yeah, Daredevil. And just take care of it. Piece of cake, huh? Well, it was easy for me. Oh, get over yourself. Um, But, yeah, so it was things like that where, like, yeah. all of a sudden we would jump somewhere if you're not, and jump somewhere else. That yeah. bothered if me. If you didn't play the game, it would probably be like, whoa, that's jarring. Yeah, but yeah I guess exactly. But for those of us who had played it, we're like, oh, they're in a forest now. Great. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Great, yeah. moving so, on. Yeah, moving on. Like, I, I, here I'm comes sorry. the fight. It was not very groundlings of me to not be okay with that jump. <laughs> right. Anyways, um, I really liked it. I yeah. um, One thing I mentioned was that I, I saw that they were trying really hard to hit different diversities for yeah. their casting. Oh, yeah. But it also, in that regard, I was like, okay, I get that you're trying to, like hit a bunch of different areas, but some of these characters, since I've watched you play the game, I'm like, that character's not that nationality. Right. And that person's not, definitely not white. Right. And I was, 
at first I was going to call out whitewashing, but then it didn't make sense because it was just one character that was whitewashed. And then another character was played by someone that was a Latina who actually in the game, I think she's Asian, right? Yes. They're all yeah. Asian. So Telisa Soto plays Kitana and right. Kitana is Asian in the game. Right. But you're right. They tried to make it like they, they wanted to hit as many audiences around the world as possible. That's why they gave it a PG-13 rating so that right. teenagers could go and see it. It just made the most sense, I yeah. guess, uh, monetarily. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's why. But you have your main hero and your main villain both played by... White guys. Uh, what? What? No. Luke oh, Kang and Shang Tsung. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, no. Lyndon Ashby's... Yes, Lyndon Ashby's a white guy. He's a white guy. Yeah, Kano's a white guy. Right. But, um, yeah, I, I feel like they, I feel like they they just did a good job, you know, hitting like checking all the marks to make it to make it as broad a release as possible. Yes, because apparently it's all about money and about returns. What and box office? Who knew? Yeah, who um, knew? Yeah, I also um what what's the girl's name? Sonia. Sonia. I. I she was such a brat the whole time. Like she was so pissy and. I didn't know that her her partner had died. I thought that she was oh, just this super... She was just super, a bitch? Yeah. <laughs> I thought no that reason. she was just this driven, just on her daddy issues bitch that right. was like, you did a wrong thing and you got on this boat. It's my mission oh, to get you. Oh, you just thought she was a cop trying to like, bring you I did. I was like, she's so driven, but oh. she's such a bitch. Yeah. Dumb and ugly. Um, And I kind of was upset. It was like her whole thing was like being this bitchy girl who but i love that that she fought and yeah. she actually like killed it did all of her own stunts right which i loved yeah i just wish that her surface character was a little more interesting a little more fleshed out like, it's weird to say that i wanted her because surface. she kills kano like it's it's one of the like yeah first fights. that's right and then she's just kind of along for the ride to put yeah. up with johnny cage's bullshit yeah exactly you know? and to, like sort of quasi fall in love with and him they i guess kind, yeah they sort of have this beatrice a like a little bit yeah, it doesn't... No, it's not Shakespearean in any... No. Like, if you're drawing parallels to Beatrice and Benedict... I was, yeah. Oh, I was like, what's the name? Clever. I was like, Beatrice and Beauregard? What's his name? Beauregard, Adam Boo... Beneth. It's Beneth. Beneth. Kenneth. Kenneth. Ben. Um, it's Beneth. So, yeah, it, it, there's, there's some issues with the script, but... All in all, the Metacritic score on IMDb for this movie is 58. Like it's... 58? Yeah, like Variety and the New York Times gave it like a 7 out of 10. That's what it was. Like when it came out, right. it was it was not poorly reviewed. Right. Like, yeah, it is what it is. Right. And it made a ton of money. Yeah. It did super well at the box office. Right. It, it was number one for three weeks in a row. Right. Like, I was going to say, well, that's something that, that whenever people say the success of a movie, when people are like opening weekend box office was blah, 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 blah. I'm like, I don't care. Right. The second weekend, that's what I feel determines the success of a movie. Yes, you're absolutely right. Because then that's when, like you mentioned, that's like people are talking about yeah. it and still wanting to go see it and people possibly go see it a second time. If you think of shitty movies that have had like poor second weekends, you think of like, um, with the exception of Wonder Woman, pretty much every other DC movie that's come out in the last few years, Batman v Superman, Justice League, ones like that, um, you know, they'll start off making good money the opening weekend and then they'll have like a 58% drop oh my for weekend God, two really? because people are like, don't see this movie. Oh, yeah, no. Yeah. So you're right. Like the fact that this stayed three weeks at number one. Yeah, that's like, really good. And can we talk about the soundtrack? Round two. 
Yes. Uh, I would. You, I want to add it to my gym playlist. And now that you've seen the trailer, like it, and how they thread it into the movie, like, yes. And this is how the movie opens with someone screaming "Mortal Kombat." Right. So you know what the fuck you're in for. <laughs> like it just gets you jazzed. You're like, yeah. yeah! <laughs> so in my head, though, I'm thinking of like this older woman. I don't know why in my head I'm picturing this like granny at the gym on the elliptical working out to Mortal Kombat. She's like, <laughs> just throwing air punches. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like this awesome techno soundtrack, and ah. the the main song comes up like three or four different times. <laughs> I know. And again, you know that. what's gonna go down. <laughs> You're like, oh my god! I'm it was so like the Jaws theme song it's like you know yeah. shit's gonna happen i remember my older brother bought the soundtrack and like like made tapes of it and gave it to his friends but it was just it's that it, it's really good mm-hmm. you know for uh for the kind of movie it is that the soundtrack just fits so well there's actually songs that i would download onto my iphone this instant like some of them are that good <laughs> right you know um, you said you wanted if you ever taught like a rowing class right there's uh this movie ends with sort of like this enya sounding it it starts off very melodic. It breaks into a little bit of techno at the end, mm-hmm. but it's a really beautiful song, mm-hmm. and it, like it's a song that I would close out a class with. Actually. Got it. Um, the soundtrack's amazing. Yeah, you have to you have to listen. And to again, it. like <sighs> it's like its own character in the movie, in my opinion. What was the thing? Oh, I wrote it down. I wrote it down. I'm going back to my notes. Um, I asked, uh, "Who is the guy that yells Mortal Kombat? What is he doing now?" Um, <laughs> I'm curious what he's doing now. Uh, oh, in terms of recommending this movie to people, I would say if you, this is going to sound, now that I'm thinking about what I'm going to say, it sounds terrible. <laughs> if you're an 11 year old boy at heart or Michael Scott or Andy Dwyer, you're going to fucking love this movie. It's amazing. It's and like ridiculous stuff happens. Like things explode. The whole thing when Scorpion <laughs> like pulls off his face or whatever and it's a skull yeah. that's like on fire. Yeah. You're just like, "Ah!" Because that's in the game. Happening? That's like his fatality where he pulls right. off his, his hood and he's a skeleton underneath. And then he like blows, blows fire, fire out of, of his mouth nowhere. Yeah, it was just, so again, it's, you have to go in knowing, and that's why I think it'd be so much fun to do this with a bunch of people. Yeah. And I actually uh, found a drinking game for Mortal Kombat. (laughs) Um, Let me pull it up again. It's actually solid. I'm like, okay, I would do that. I mean, you would get shit faced. So fast. Yeah, I think there was another one that was, that wasn't quite as bad. Because there was one that I saw that was like, every time somebody says finish him, I'm like, all right, well, that's at least seven shots right there. <laughs> um, oh, okay. It's uh, rule number one. Whenever a character performs a special move. So that's like like the one that you said when Johnny Cage is fighting, what's the forearmed guy? Oh, Goro. Goro. I was yeah. going to say Gonzo. Gonzo. When, <laughs> when he fights the great Gonzo. When he fights the... <laughs> as Charles Dickens. That was my favorite character yeah. as a kid Aww. on Muppets. I would run around my house with a towel tied around my neck yelling, Super Gonzo! That's what it was. Um, Okay, so whenever a character performs a special move, like doing the splits and punching the guy in the nuts. um, Raiden throwing his lightning or the scorpion tail. Those are special moves specific to those characters. Which, that's why you would pick those characters when you're fighting, Right. right? Right. Like different characters have different strengths. I don't know anything about why you would not pick Scorpion over (laughs) Sub-Zero, or no, you should pick Reptile over a Sub-Zero and Scorpion because you said he's got well, all of their powers combined. you couldn't pick him combined. in the first game. You had to, like, you the the way you 
got to reptile. All right, that, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> so you had to get flawless victories on every match, five matches in a row. Plus, oh. you had to kill everyone with a fatality five matches in a row. What more do you want? So flawless victory means you didn't get hit once. Right, that's a perfect. Right. Okay. And they say they they ref. This is all stuff they reference in the movie too. Like Got flawless it. victory and fatality and right. The, all of these references. They throw those in, which yeah. I appreciated. Yeah. 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 So whenever a character performs a special move, yep. so you should probably have someone that has played the game, yep. so that they can yell out, oh, "That's, it. that's special a move. special move." Anytime a character gives a sick '90s era burn, Johnny Cage. And Sonya provide most of these. Yeah, they're not like they're not like '90s era burns though. You know, they're it's not like I feel like some of them are like the one that uh, where he's like, that's not her mind you're looking right, at. It's not her mind you're admiring. Yes, that's Wait, not he's... really a burn though. That's more that's like a, a burn. That's more like a rat a tat. That's a that's a <laughs> sassy martial artist it's right like there. The tamest, that's the, the sassy gay ever. martial artist. <laughs> That would be amazing. The sassy, like, the sassy gay martial artist. Johnny Cage artist. Versus, versus the sassy gay martial artist. Listen, you. I've had enough. I take off. I I bite my thumb at you. Let's fight, bitch. So, RuPaul. To see that wall, girl. All right. She'd be amazing. She would be fantastic. So amazing. Um, and then every time characters offer naked exposition about characters or plot oh, line. God. For example, Raiden telling the main characters their character flaws just for the sake of the audience. Right. So that they know Sonya doesn't do great with taking help. Right. Uh, Johnny Cage. Johnny Cage is afraid, is afraid of. It's, it's his ego, essentially. Yeah, he's his vain. Ego right, right. And then. What was... Liu Kang is ex, uh, out for revenge. Out for revenge, right. So he's son, fighting he's for the wrong reasons. He's full of rage and he's right. going to lose if he does that. So those are the main ones. And then at the end, you have to finish whatever is left in your drink when Johnny Cage says... Those are $500 sunglasses, asshole. <laughs> you have to down or, the or whole... Let's dance. Let's dance. Well, yeah, he says let's dance a couple of times. Does he? Yeah. That was like his, his opening line, like when he walks in, his character intro, when he walks into the warehouse oh. and he's like, let's dance. And then those four guys in the suits. Oh. Like, yeah. Which, uh, by the way, when all of them are pulling out their weapons, I wanted the third one to pull out a banana and do that. <laughs> we haven't done bananas yet, have we? <laughs> have we? Surprise. No. Uh, but that's, I think those were all of my notes. Yeah. Should we go into trivia? Yeah. Oh, cute trivia music. Um, so who do you think was originally supposed to be cast as Sonya? Oh, you, okay. In my head, it's Melissa Joan Hart. <laughs> that would be I'll give you a hint. crazy. She was, her, her big breakout role was in The Mask with Jim Carrey. Uh, Cameron Diaz? Yeah. What? Yeah. Cameron Diaz was supposed yeah. to play this role? She broke her wrist <gasps> two weeks into training for this movie. And couldn't do it. Oh my! Well, she got killed though later. Yeah. Wait, what? Cameron Diaz. Oh no. No. Charlie's Angels. God, did you just compare Kill Bill to Charlie's Angels? No. One was directed by Mick G. The other was directed <laughs> by Quentin Tarantino, and is an amazing two-part series. They're both blondes with, oh with my thin noses. God, I'm so sorry, guys. <laughs> So, yes, Cameron Diaz was originally cast as Sonya, but had to back out. So they cast Bridget Wilson, right. who, again, did all of her own stunts, and she's amazing. Yes. Um, how much total box office do you think this movie made? Budget was $18 million. They budgeted $18 million. It took $18 million to make. 
How much do you think it made? Was it in the millions? Oh, yeah. It's in the millions. Oh, yeah. So it wasn't like billions, though. No. Okay. 18... Okay. It was made for 18 million. Made for 18 million. I don't... Spent three weeks at number one at the box office. 40 million? How much? Times three. What? $128 million. $128 million? Yeah, this movie made six times its original budget. Oh my god. Opening weekend, it made $30 million, and Paul Anderson was so scared that the movie was going to tank, he actually left the country. He went to the Bahamas <laughs> because he didn't want to be contacted. He's like, I'm already going to be run like out of town. I might I'm as so well sorry. pick the place I'm going to Then he I'm opens up go. the New York Times, and it's like, oh, Mortal Kombat made $30 million bucks. It's like, oh, that's like <laughs> twice the budget. That's amazing. Yeah. Pack your bags. We're heading back. Yeah, we're going back to the States. <laughs> I'm not hated. Yeah, some of these, some of these you already know. But, okay, uh, that's okay. I yeah. can act. I can act like I don't know what they are. <laughs> Who was their original choice for Shang Tsung? We talked about it already. Right, exactly. So. Oh, <laughs> no. Do, do what the uh, do the one about the guy that auditioned and his little quirk that he did. Oh, in that's his him. Audition. Yeah. So Kerry Tagawa, uh, who plays Shang Tsung, he auditioned by standing on two chairs. Right. And just wait, it was two like chairs. That. Yeah. So I like, thought you said it was just one chair. No, I believe two chairs, one per leg. Um, <laughs> in my because, head, he's in the audition room. He's like, I need another chair. I need another chair, please. Um, Shang Tsung delivers all of this, like, these hoity-toity, like, ominous little speeches in the yes. movie. Because he's, it's his island, and this is where he's holding the tournament. Oh, I didn't know it was his island. Yeah, that's why they're, that's why they're, when they're on the I'm boat, he says. I'm telling you. Well, did you pay attention to I this did. movie? I watched this movie. Yeah. I just, some of this stuff, I'm like. He says, my island will be your, will be your battleground. You know? Okay. And he says, while we're on this boat, we have no dominion. So I can do whatever I want. And Ring's like, fuck you. No, you can't. I don't think so. You know, back these guys off. Right. That shit. So, anyway, yes, it's Shang Tsung's island, okay. which also has a forest. Right. A big a mirror very, forest. A very uh, uh, broad ecosystem, yes. you could say. Because <laughs> we go from sandy beaches to, to cliffs hell, to almost hell, hell itself. Hell ladderscape. Right. Um... <laughs> And then, okay, and then what was the, there was another trivia thing. Was there? Okay. Mm -hmm. um, oh, uh, who was supposed to play Johnny Cage originally? Oh, that I don't know. Jean-Claude oh, Van Damme. You, yeah, that's yes. right! So Van Damme opted to do Street Fighter instead of playing Johnny Cage, which I which I think was a mistake. I'll have to go look and see say, how much I box office. I wonder if he's like Street Fighter man. kicking himself, which he could physically he do. He could actually kick himself uh, He could actually kick himself in the face. But actually the basis for the original game was supposed to be a Jean-Claude Van Damme starring vehicle. But Van Damme backed out of the game last minute as well. So they had no choice but to hire these C-level actors in Hollywood to do right. motion capture for this video game called Mortal Kombat. So the fact that Van Damme quit yeah. was actually the reason Mortal Kombat was birthed to begin with. Wow. So he's had like a couple of connections to the franchise. So now wait, the the actors that were cast yeah. for the motion nonsense mm -hmm. and moving around, those weren't the same actors as the one that Correct. we saw. Different okay, actors. different actors. Very different actors. Okay. Um, mostly friends of the creators, essentially, who right. knew some. Who knew martial yeah, arts? There was one guy who was like a legitimate martial artist who played like four different characters. God, can you imagine that? Uh, well, Scorpion and Sub Zero wore the same suit; they're just different colors. Right. So that's, that's all the trivia. Yeah. Okay. So then, um, we actually have one more thing to cover, mm -hmm. um, which is our sponsor for this week. Oh, right. Our unofficial sponsor. Okay. Um, so this unofficial sponsor is, uh, actually, we couldn't use it, which is too bad, but I know several people in New York that I think would actually really enjoy this. Um, it's an app, and it's a dating app called Limber. Okay. And so the way that it works is that it's actually very similar to the style of Mortal Kombat, 
in that you show up to your date, you swipe left or swipe right, depending on if you want to date this person. Okay. You show up on the date, you exchange pleasantries, and then at one point, a man with a top of a dumpling uh, basket shows up and says, you guys need to come and fight for the survival of finding your mate. And then you have to go into the back room, which is usually just like the kitchen, and you have to fight to the death. Oh. And then whoever wins gets to continue on to find their soulmate. Oh. what? So whoever loses has to, like, pay the bill, too, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. If they're still alive. Got it. Right. Wow. You either pay the bill or you die. And do you have the choice to kill them or not? Or Yeah. Oh, oh. yeah. You have the option. Well, you don't nice. You don't have to kill them. Right. If they're, like, being a total dick or if she's being an absolute bitch. Right. Or if he, you know, if it's two or two girls, <laughs> you know, it's whatever you want. It's whatever. Limber. Date dangerously. Mm. Mm. Um, I would recommend this movie to anyone Me too. and everyone. It's just a fun movie. It I is. can't help but think. I kind of want to watch it again. Yeah, like which I'm just... really surprised about. I didn't. <laughs> it's think... just a fun movie. It is. It is. I didn't think that I would ride. like it. Like if it, it would be one of those things where if I saw it on TBS playing, yeah. I would leave it on. Yeah, you just leave it on. You just. It's one of those movies. I can't help but wonder though, because it has a PG-13 rating. What an R-rated Mortal Kombat movie would have been like. Right. Because it's so based on over-the-top violence and gore. There's also some profanity in there. Um, I would have loved to see. I would love to see actually in in the years I have remaining here on Earth. I would love to see an R-rated Mortal Kombat movie based on the first video game, right? Where they just don't hold back. They just <laughs> they they and not to say like go like Evil Dead over the top, but like you know you can make a really good movie out of this premise. You yeah. can make it very violent. You mm-hmm. can actually use the same plot points mm-hmm. and give give the characters a little bit more fleshing out. Right, which I thought too like considering that the game itself doesn't have a massive plot point to it. It's not like it's no Lord of the Rings. Right. But at the same time for this movie they did a really good job of fleshing out the plot that was there and yeah. making it more interesting. Exactly. So that it wasn't just like, why are we just watching people fight each right. other? They took three of the characters in the video game, made them the heroes, and right. then everyone else was put on the other side. Right. Which I really liked. Yeah, because then you had someone to root for. Right. There was a dynamic going on between the three. And... and I would say you don't even really have to be familiar with the video games to watch this movie. Yeah. Like, oh, no. There's enough information. Oh, God, by the way. The, <laughs> I totally forgot to talk oh, about this. Oh, my God. The rules of Mortal Kombat itself. They keep unfolding rules until about five minutes before the movie ends. (laughs) Like, it's always like, oh, the rules are quite clear, or the the rules state, or your emperor knows that this is against the rules. And I'm like, what? Fucking rules, man. <laughs> Show me the scroll. Was there a pamphlet like, yeah, that I, I missed? I didn't get it. I, the, I don't you know think what? email was around Here's at this point. Here's what I think happened. Mm. When everybody is like sitting down for dinner uh-huh. at that weird big place and then all of the strapping shirtless guys right, come, in, come in, there yeah. was actually supposed to be a PowerPoint presentation. Right, that was actually before, the education point. And they, they came in way too early. Yeah, Shang Tsung says, now for a taste of things to come. And they just start throwing tables. And right, he's like, he's whoa, like whoa, 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 whoa. no, 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 okay, guys, 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 stop, guys, stop, guys stop, wait, stop, wait, stop. wait, wait, we have, we have to do night. the presentation. I actually have a physical slide projector that I had to set up. Oh. Because it's 1995. You do? Yes. So can you please put the tables back? Okay, I'm so sorry. No, it's fine. I'm really sorry. It's okay. Hey, guys, can you put the tables back? When I meant taste of things to come, I meant the food on the menu. Like, we have some very oh. good food lined up for you guys. You can see there's, like, octopus and shit yeah, out there. Yeah, this chicken yeah. looks delicious. Yeah, like, I, I, I got chicken for you guys. The vegan and, you know, oh, yeah. some non-dairy oh, options as well. well very sorry. Taste I, of things just... to come. I was That's my restaurant. 
That's the restaurant you're in. That's welcome wonderful. To, welcome to Taste of Things to Come. Oh, this is delightful. The atmosphere is wonderful, and the, the music really, uh, you know, it, it complements everything in here. Sub-Zero, I appreciate that, but you just killed a man by, by shattering him with a block of ice. Well, so can you pick up his head and please put the I tables I thought we down. were making margaritas, and I just wanted to help. Okay, I appreciate, I, I hear you, <laughs> I understand you, but I don't give a shit. You need to pick up his head, please. So, yeah, so the rules in this movie keep unfolding. That's one thing that's just, for me, like a running joke. Yes. Because in the end, of like, Raiden's all of a sudden like, oh, I, I cannot go to Outworld. It's, uh, my powers won't allow me to go to Outworld. <laughs> I'm Christopher Lambert. You know, like, and I'm like, what the fuck? Like, oh, you could have told us this earlier, maybe, you know? And so anyway, if you can put up with that, with like the constantly changing oh, rules right. of Mortal Kombat, like it's just a fucking grab bag. But like you said, it's just a fun. It's fun. It's a and fun I really movie. appreciate the puppetry stuff. Yeah. That, I think honestly, that was what stuck out the to The practical me. special effects they use for Goro are real. Yeah. There's like animatronics and a guy in the suit at the same time. Right. It's like Jim Henson's workshop kind of shit. Right. Like, it's really good. It's really well done. And they couldn't shoot it too close because it looks really horrible. Well, and like, that makes <laughs> sense why his death is so lame. Right. Because he just basically gets kicked off a mountain. Essentially. Like, Never mind. Get out of here. Right. They couldn't knock down the, the actual animatronic because it probably cost a million dollars. Right. <laughs> You know, so it's Jaws all over right. again. Uh, so yeah, watch this movie. It's a blast. Watch it with some it friends, some people you love, and do the drinking with. game. Do the drinking if game. If people do the drinking game in a game, safe environment, please tell us how it goes. Oh my god! Can yes. you imagine that? I would love to hear how that goes. Uh, I someone, hear... someone's gonna die. No, well, okay, maybe <laughs> don't do hard liquor throughout the whole thing. Maybe like you know. Do beers or chasers or something. Right. I don't know. But. Something, but yes, yeah. yeah. Watch Mortal Kombat. It's a blast. Um, I think that's it. Yeah, episode, we were. Yeah, episode yeah, eight. eight in the bag. Um, so I think that's everything. Yeah, I think that's it. Thank you for listening. Yeah. Uh, give us a review, like, subscribe, share with your friends. We're on. Uh, follow us on Instagram and on Facebook. We're yes. on like five different downloads. Yeah, sites we are now. on Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Google Play, and Spotify. Wait, did I say wait, Spotify twice? Wait, there's one with a so Stitcher, Stitcher, iTunes, iTunes, Spotify, uh-huh. Google Play. Yes. There's one more. Oh, our website. Oh, our website, yes. I don't know. Um, there's a lot of ways you can listen to us, recommend us. If you like what you hear, pass it on. That's the way this thing kind of grows. Yes. Maybe just run up to somebody in the street and yell Mortal Kombat that and then would see what be happens. so funny. And then see if someone, uh, like, strikes no, a fighting pose. No, even better, I would love them. it if you ran out just into the middle of an intersection. Like, when the, when the lights are red, don't go out into mm. moving traffic. But just, if you... Like, it's like how they did with the uh, crosswalk musicals. Oh, yeah. Where it's like, just run out and scream someone Mortal runs Kombat. out, Mortal Kombat! And then people start fighting. And then, like, yeah, four people run out and just start <laughs> fucking sparring on the crosswalk. And, like, until, green light, like, everyone has to Everyone's like, oh, get, oh, out, fuck, get, get out, out, get out, get out, get out! Get out. That's, that would be amazing. Oh, we should do we that. We should totally do that. I don't know who we would get to do that, but that would be really funny. We need to get a permit. All right, everyone. Well, thank you for listening. Thank you, guys. And have a wonderful week. Yeah. And we will see you next time for... Karate Kid! Megan hasn't seen the first Karate Kid movie. That makes me angry. It did. I posted that on Instagram. If you want to see a real-time reaction... Oh, my God. ...to Ben hearing that I haven't watched Karate Kid. The original Karate Kid. So we will wax on and wax off. We'll wax on each other and wax off each other. (laughs) Until then... We will sand a floor and paint defense. And see you guys next week. Have a great week. Bye.